All right, Brent. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Fat Boys Dynasty Podcast, hosted by the Fantasy Holics Podcast Network, coming at you once again live on the YouTube channel, Brent. Um, it's been a fun week. We started our new Fantasy Holics redraft daily fantasy podcast last week, where we threw down on some wide receivers. That video is the video feed from that's being edited, uh, Brent, where we were joined by Josh Rodriguez and Patrick Jacks to get that episode out. Um, we have another one of those coming out tomorrow, being recorded tomorrow, should be released this week. Um, and then, uh, Brant, I know you and I are both at a spot where it's draft season. We're ready to get going. We're both in drafts. We're in the middle of a draft right now. Mm-hmm. And, Brant, we couldn't think of anything better to do this week than come at you with some draft ADP knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. This week, this week we're going to come back with some uh, ADP knowledge. Like you said, it's going to be kind of basing people off of what they've done, not their names. I know a lot of people draft off of names, and that's kind of what we're going to go off of here. Is we're going to talk about things that they've done, stats that they have, and then see which one we choose. And we're going to go back and forth and talk a little bit. Uh, we are we are in the the uh, full steam of draft seasons. Week one of preseasons behind us. We saw some good things. We saw some weird things. Um, we saw some, you know, unknown players that came out of nowhere and maybe made it a little name for themselves. We're already seeing people move up and down the depth chart. We've seen what the first three rookies off the board, all named starters already for week one. Um, we saw Drew Locke look pretty freaking good there for Seattle this week. I'm going to get my Drew Locke comment in. I know you appreciate that. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this week's been a fun one. It's been an up and down week, uh, uh, getting ready for drafts. Uh, we saw what Cook signed with the Jets and Elliott signed with uh, Patriots. Um, so some of the rankings are going to change up a little bit. I know the Fat Boys mm-hmm. are going to get our heads together here shortly and and get our season rankings out and uh, start getting those down and, and ready for you guys so you guys have them for your drafts. Absolutely, Brent. So getting back into today's episode, it's not Fat Boy fashion for us to be boring and just read through the stats or uh, or current ADPs and talk about them. So, of course, for you and I, what better way to do this, Brant, than to uh, do like a blind guess of uh, of the two player stats. We're going to make it a little bit uh, more fun, a little bit uh, of off the beaten path of what, what a lot of other shows will do uh, when it comes to talking about ADPs, Brant. So let's just call it what it is. It's, it's ADP, would you rather A or B? Uh, Brant, are you ready to get into it? Absolutely. Let's get our bibs on. Time to eat. Never get tired of seeing a flying high kick. <laughs> Absolutely. Jennifer, Absolutely. Jen, 
Jennifer, what's up? Thanks for being with us. Uh, hopefully, uh, this is uh, entertaining for you. I'm sure it's going to be entertaining for Brant and I. Um, Brant, uh, let's go ahead and just kick this off, rip it off, do it the whole Band-Aid fashion style here. I've got players in the first round. I know yours are, aren't, aren't that early, so I'm going to go ahead and kick us off here. Uh, Brant, I'm going to give you a couple, a couple of players, uh, ADPs, give you their, some stats from them. You tell me which player you'd prefer to own here, Brant. Okay. Um, so first players going is the first pick in the second round. Uh, last season, he had 17 games played. Uh, this is a running back, 302 carries, uh, 1,525 yards rushing to go along with 12 touchdowns. He had 27 receptions for 239 yards and one touchdown. Player A or draft pick to uh, first pick of, of the second round, averaged 17.8 fantasy points per game, okay? Now, here's player two or player B, Brant. He's going at, as the fifth pick in the second round. Last year, he had 16 games played, so one less, 349 carries, uh, 1,538 yards, 13 touchdowns, 33 receptions, 398 yards receiving, Player B finished uh, averaging 20.3 fantasy points per game. So I, I think I'm going with player B here. I know he's the later draft pick, but the, the, the fantasy points per game of 20 points per game. Um, also, if I'm not mistaken, you did say he had, what, 20 more carries? What was uh, he had 40, 47 more carries. Okay, 47. I should have wrote down a little a little quicker, apparently. Uh, so, But, yeah, I mean, and, and played one less game. I think I'm going with player B here. Okay, I, I want to add player A finished last season as the PPR sixth uh, overall running back last year. Player B, who you chose, Brant, was PPR finish number four, so slightly better last year, Brant. You chose Derrick Henry over Nick Chubb. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with that. I know uh, Chubb's due for a huge year this year, um, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with either one of those guys. Derrick Henry is... Um, and in and, and, and most drafts, Derrick Henry probably would be one of the best guys to own, if not the one of if not the best running back to own, because, you know, he's going to see the work. Um, so, yeah, I'm OK with picking Henry over uh, over um, Chubb. OK. All right. So mine's going to be a little different. I, I don't have I don't have the stats down 100 100 um, percent, but it's going to be just a little bit different. So my first guy, player A, is being drafted in the middle of the third round. In, in PPR leagues, um, and he's going into he's going into his uh, going into his third year. Wow, can't talk okay. apparently. Going going okay. into his third year, upgraded offensive line. He saw over he's seen over 270 carries in both of his years. He finished top 14 running back in PPR formats in both years with over 50 targets both times. He has no real competition behind him. There is a decent back behind him, but I don't think it puts too much threat on him. Um, he had uh, 10 touchdowns in both his years. He's got a, a second-year quarterback, so he's a little upgraded or uh, sophomore quarterback gotcha. getting into it. And he's going, like I said, he's going in the mid mid third round ADP, and he's never missed a game. That's one of the biggest difference here. He's never missed a game. He's played all games in his first two years. So. That's player A. Like I said, he's going mid-third round. Player B, he took a pay cut to stay with this team. His team 
has a decent line. We did see it up and down last year. Um, he saw a career high in targets last season with 75, while his backup has now departed and left, leaving 51 vacated targets. I think a rookie is the only thing really there to scare him in the backfield. Uh, but he's only played two full seasons in his six-year career. He's going into his seventh year. Um, so he, but he's only played two full seasons. Um, he has he has a high-powered offense in a dominant division, and he is also going in the middle of the third round. I, I, I want to play guess the player because this is you Najee know both Harris of them. When, Najee Harris and Joe Mixon. When I wrote all this uh, down, so, I was like, man, this is going to give both of these away. I'm going to have to try <laughs> to do something else with the rest of them. So in in a vacuum, Brant, in a vacuum, in a redraft, I, I think actually this year I prefer Joe Mixon in PPR leagues just because I think he's going to have so much more work um, with no Samaj P. Ryan uh, in that Bengals offense that I expect to be more high-powered um, than the Steelers offense. But at the same breath, I, I think I expect a, a, an uptick from Kenny Pickett this year. You and I have both kind of been on that all offseason. And, man, I'm in love with Najee. Um, but I do think Joe Mixon gets more of an opportunity to assault games away late. He's going to have more goal line work potentially just because the Bengals offense will be in the goal line situations more often. Uh, I think this year in a dynasty brand, I'm taking Najee Harris in a redraft. I'm taking Joe Mixon. Okay. Yeah. Dynasty. I, dynasty. I'm not shying away from Najee. Najee goes in the first round in most of my dynasty startups um, that I, that I've ranked and that I've watched and that I've been a part of uh, Najee, but in, in a redraft, I think I'm also going with Mixon. That 51 vacated targets there in the backfield, um, they're not all going to go to Chase Brown. I think uh, Mixon's going to see a, a few more targets than he did last year. I wouldn't be surprised to see him see over 80 targets this season. Absolutely, Brent. All right, so I'm jumping to the fourth round for my next set of guys, okay? And I got to be careful here because I don't want to give too much away. Um, but I will just tell you, one of the two guys in this comparison group is a veteran, uh, and the other one is a rookie, okay? Uh, so fourth round, Brant, both running backs. First one, uh, this player is being drafted at the third pick in the fourth round. Last season, he played 17 games, 213 attempts, 1,121 yards, only two rushing touchdowns, which I feel like is pretty low for this player. 72 targets, 59 receptions, 395 yards receiving, and five receiving touchdowns. That's player uh, A, Brant. Player B is actually being drafted one draft spot in front of player uh, A. He's going at the four or the second pick in the in the fourth round. This player, it, like I said, is a rookie, so I don't have stats for you from last year. 361 vacated carries. Uh, and uh, 86 vacated targets out of the backfield uh, for this player's team. Now, well, the one thing I will tell you, and this probably gives it away, is he does have competition in his backfield. Okay, um, there's no getting around it. He's got he's got a, a guy who's who's put up good numbers last season. Uh, he's got competition. Okay, so, but it's not clear which one of these guys is going to start the season as the one. Okay, so do you take the youth at, at, at 402 or do you take the veteran at 403? I'm taking the youth in a dynasty just because it is the youth the youth of a player, but I am going to take the veteran in a redraft the league. Um, he's solidified, it sounds like solidified as a uh, as the number one back in his offense. There's no question marks. Um, so I'm going to take the guy that's more solidified, especially that early in a draft. 
Now, let me tell you too, Brant, and I probably should have alluded to this earlier. Player, uh, the, the veteran player has a brand new quarterback to his, for his, the first time in his career, and he also has a pretty good backup running back uh, that's going to get work in town with him as well. Does that change anything for you? No, I think I still okay. stick with the veteran. Any guesses on who the two players were? Uh, you said he's got a brand new quarterback, so you've got to go. JT's not that low, is he? No, sir. I didn't think so. I, I fourth round, brand new. That's got to be Pierce. Uh, I picked Pierce over Gibbs, didn't I? You did not, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. You did not. I, you picked Eric. You, you picked Aaron Jones over Jameer okay. Gibbs. You did say not. You didn't say a rookie quarterback. So all right, I got you. I will definitely take Aaron Jones all day. I think he gets a lot, a lot of work this year, and I really okay. like that. I like, I like the backfield there in Green Bay. Okay. I'm gonna skip my next one for just a minute because I don't have a whole lot of stats on them. And uh, I think I'll be giving away some names here if I start reading those. So we'll get back to that. I'll try to, I'll try to trick you a little bit before I just hand you the names again. So this one okay. here, uh, this guy, he's with a brand new team, signed a one-year deal, uh, stacked running back. Oh, sorry. They're both uh, mid seventh round draft picks. Um, seventh round. Okay. Yep. Signed a one-year deal with a brand new team. Uh, he was, he was uh, outstanding when he was healthy. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm probably giving this name away. He was outstanding when healthy behind one of the worst lines in football. Um, he finished the 2021 season um, as as a top five RB in the last three games or five games. Sorry, five games. Um, but he has never had a whole a full season healthy. Uh, he's going into a sixth year. Um, so that's player A. Oh, he and he, the team he signed with has a better offensive line, obviously, than the worst one he was running behind. Now, player B is a he's got a, a sophomore rushing quarterback um, in a run first offense. Uh, he they signed a running back, a veteran running back, and they drafted a brand new rookie running back. Um, so it's really the backfield's up up in the air for competitions. Um, he was. Uh, outstanding when he was healthy last year. He did miss some time last year as well, um, but he was outstanding with as the number two back. As the number two back, he saw. Let me see. I know I have this. Apparently, I didn't write it down on me. So apparently, I didn't put it down. I didn't put down a stat there. But as as a backup running back, he saw um, over fifty uh, percent of the snaps. One, two. He saw it two times. He finished as the uh, PPR back number 41 last year in only 13 games. And like I said, he's only 25 years old. That's player B. Uh, Brant, out of the two you mentioned, I think I'm going to go with player A, who's going to an upgraded offensive line and maybe a little less competition. No, no, no. This is a stacked running back. Oh, he went I, to a stacked. Yes, yes. Okay, then player B. Okay. Yeah, you, you took uh, Cleo Herbert over uh, Rashad Penny because he got to say okay. stacked because of Swift's and what he I has don't done. Don't Swift the stack. What, All when right. he's healthy, he's he's had good. But that is that is Herbert over Penny, and I am taking the same, especially after week one of the preseason, seeing what Herbert was able to do with just the screen pass and what he was able to do with the few touches he did see, he looked, he looked healthy. He looked very explosive. I'm actually taking Cleo Herbert over Penny right now too. 
I, I would not. Uh, now that I know the names, I'm absolutely taking Rashad Penny over. Uh, I've said it on here numerous times. I know you've heard me say it in person, too. I think Rashad Penny owns that backfield by the end of the season. If he can stay healthy, uh, and I'm banking on him going out with a chip on his shoulder, trying to show the world what he can do this year, uh, I'm all in on the, the uh, Rashad Penny train this year, Brant. Uh, and as you know, just like with you, with running or wide uh, Chargers wide receivers, I get on the wrong trains with running backs all the time. So we'll see. Uh, if this is a further example of that. Okay. 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 All right, Brent, moving to the fifth round here. Um, these guys are both wide receivers, all right? And they finished last year within nine spots of one another, okay? Player B is a streaky wide receiver, too, for his team. Streaky. Um They added a rookie who could take some targets away from him, potentially. Um, this guy only played 13 games last season. He had 93 targets, 63 receptions, 895 yards receiving, four touchdowns, and he averaged 13.5 fantasy points per game. Okay, that's player A, Brant. Player B, again, uh, is a player who's changed quarterbacks. Okay, um, he's more of a one on his team, but I'm not sure it's super established. Um, he could potentially be dethroned, I, I would say. There, the argument could be made. Um, he had 14 games played last year, 66 targets, 41 receptions, 611 yards receiving, seven touchdowns, and Brant, this player averaged 11.7 fantasy points per game. So one less game played for player A, but he averaged two point more uh, fantasy per points per game. All right, so you got one player who's a two, could be a three in his offense potentially versus a player who, in my mind, is the one on his offense, Brant, but could potentially be like a 1B. You said, you said player B has a new quarterback? Yeah. And player A's quarterback staying the same. Correct. I think I'm going to go with player A. I'm going to go with the consistency of, of the player that knows it. And, and it could really change with the new quarterback. So I think I'm going to go with player A. All right, everybody. This is your chance. If you own player A in your league's pivot, Brant never gets the right when it comes to a Chargers wide receiver. Brant, you just picked Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers over Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. How do you I'm feel okay. about that now? I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, Brent, I know you're a huge believer in Jaden Reed. I will never be on board with this. I could see Quentin Johnston fading out. Mike Williams as early as this season with Mike Williams's injury issues. Christian Watson was electric last year. I think they look for ways to get the ball out of Love's hands into Christian Watson's uh, and let him use his speed uh, as an X factor in that Green Bay offense. We are not eye to eye on this one. Okay. Okay. I don't. I think Mike Williams running out of the slot for uh, during this preseason is going to show a lot that he's that, that he's going to get moved all over. So I really do like Mike Williams this season. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go with two quarterbacks here. Round seven. Um, I think there'll be up both. Once, once mid round seven, once end of round seven. Uh, so player A is middle of round seven. He only played in six games last year. I know I just gave it away. Uh, he has the rushing upside. He finished as a top five quarterback in both 2000 or in 2018, 19, and 20. He's got one of the top offensive lines. He's got a one. He's got a top ten running back, and he has. 
in 18, 19 to 20, he had terrible weapons. He had one maybe good receiver that was that was fantasy relevant. And now he has guys on his team that there could be possibly three receivers on that team that could be relevant, plus the running back. Um, and, and he had over 80 rushing attempts in three out of four years prior to the 2021 season. And has only thrown 10, 10 interceptions once in his entire NFL career. Okay, that's player A. Okay. Player B, great weapons. Uh, the top, the the number one A running back left. They do have a new explosive running back, not new, but new taking over the throne. There, um, he's a much younger version, a more explosive version of that running back. Um, and this this quarterback has thrown over ten interceptions at all, all but three times in his seven year career. And he has less rushing upside, and they have a top five defense, so they may not have to throw the ball as much. And that's player B. Well, I only know player A because I also had him as one of my players to go over in just a minute. So I'm pivoting currently right now. Uh, but I do not want to own Deshaun Watson. Um, so I will take player B over player A. Well, then I guess you can keep staying on your choo-choo train because player B is Dak Prescott. Okay, well, I guess that just – we're just going to throw my paper up in the air because I also have Dak Prescott and, and Deshaun Watson here. So uh, I guess we'll just stay right here and do the quarterback together, Brant, uh, because, yes, I, I too. So who do you pick out of the two? I'm taking Watson this season. I like his weapons, and I like the fact that they're going to have to throw the ball a lot more to stay in games. And I think Nick Chubb's uh, explosive ability out of the backfield catching could be a could be a thing to see. So I actually do like Deshaun Watson over Prescott. But we've talked about this before. I'm not completely on that Prescott wagon yet. All right. So since we both chose these same players, and this is what happens when you do a blind player guess, we don't talk about it pre-show, so we have no clue who each other's picking. Do you want me um, to do my short one real quick so you can catch no, up? Hey, I, got, I, got a, I got another one. We're good. I'm just going to skip this one altogether because we're going to talk about this a little more in depth. So I'm taking Prescott. You're taking Watson. All right, Brant. I want you to argue for, for Deshaun Watson over Dak Prescott this year. Go ahead, and then I'll rebuttal with my reasoning for Dak, and we'll and we'll have a gentleman's conversation about it. Okay, I'm taking I'm taking Watson over a the rushing upside. I think he's going to see you know more rushing lanes, easier to get out if he needs to. Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore both have chances to take every pass to the to the house. Um, he's got a line that should give him plenty of time in the pocket. Um, the team is going to the team has to play the Ravens twice, who are going to hang points. Cincinnati, who's going to hang points. And then they'll have a defensive battle twice a year with with Pittsburgh. So I think Cleveland's going to have to hang the points to really stay in the games. I know Dak has to play Philly, but that rest of that division doesn't scare me much. So I really think mm -hmm. Watson's going to have to play from behind and play catch up quite a bit more than Dak will this year. Watson loves playing with behind. I mean, from behind. Yes, um, both. Both. <laughs> here, here's here's my counterpunch to that. Um, which running back would I rather have catching passes if I'm a quarterback? Oh, I'll take the one that does it. The one that does it routinely. Which one would I? Which wide receiver one would I rather have? C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper? Elijah Moore. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm taking Brandon Cooks over Elijah Moore right now, even though I'm extremely high on Elijah Moore. I like the weapons a lot better at Dak's disposal. He, too, has a very good offensive line, uh, also has a fairly good defense, just the way the Browns do. Uh, and there's going to be plenty of games. If you go back and look at the, the history of the Cowboys, um, Giants, Cowboys, uh, Commanders in the last couple of years, those games have been pretty high scoring as well, uh, which maybe speaks to Dan Quinn's defense more than I'm alluding to. But I, I, I do, Brent, I've, I've been on it all season. I can't get off of the mountain of uh, Dak Prescott resurgence this year. I'm going to stay in it. My flag's planted. I am not coming off of this. Deshaun Watson, I didn't see enough in six games. I'm not sure he's shaking the rust off completely yet. It'll be really interesting to see what he looks like in a 17-game slate. Okay. Okay. All right, Brent, since you stole my last one, let me hit you with my new last one here. Um, this is a couple of guys in the sixth round going back to that running back position because, again, uh, I think wide receiver position is so deep this year. Yes, there's a very high elite tier, Brant, but when it comes to drafting, sometimes you got to go into the sixth round to get your second running back. Maybe you, you go, you're getting your first if you try the zero, uh, zero RB format um, that's becoming very popular. So I think that these running back stats are very important to, to consider. And again, name value means a lot in this round. And if I just read you names, I think you and I would make the smart position, uh, decision here. But a lot of folks who go to CVS on their way to a draft, pick up a magazine, turn it to the ranking sheet, and go in and draft off of that ranking sheet would get the, the wool pulled over their eyes here, okay? So player A is going into his second season. Um, was not supposed to be the lead back on his team last year, but I'd say two-thirds of the way through the season, it was pretty clear he was. Um, his offense is going to take a step back a little bit from, from what they did so well last year. So I'm expecting more running than passing this year for this offense. They're in a fairly wide open division. So it'll be interesting to see if, if that allows them to run the ball a little bit more freely, but in 17 games played last year. And again, I want to preface this again by saying this player didn't take over a bell cow role or a heavier workload until towards the end of the season. Um, 17 games played only 129 carries. 481 yards, one touchdown, 58 targets, 50 receptions, 290 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Again, I do think those receiving numbers come down as well, but last year he only averaged 8.6 fantasy points per game, Brent. Now we go to the guy that sounds like the absolute value in this round, right? 15 games played last year, 223 rushing attempts, 897 yards rushing, to go along with two touchdowns, 77 targets last year out of the backfield for 57 receptions, 490 yards, another two touchdowns through the air. This player, Brant, finished the season with 14.8 fantasy points per game. And I will tell you, too, player B's got some, some circumstances changing. Player B's got a new quarterback in the door. So does player A. They both got new quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, and player B, um, has a, two new faces in his running back room to compete with this year. Two new faces for player uh, B. So based on stats, you you would you would want to go player B, like you said. But I feel like player A is the guy to own. He just seemed a little more consistent, um, and he's definitely you know uh, like you said, his receptions may get stepped back. But I think player A was a little more consistent as a running back too. So if he's stepping into the uh, lead role. It should mm -hmm. should only go up from there. So I think I'm going to go with player A. 
I think you're going to be happy about this once I reveal it, but I could see it going the other way, especially after uh, Enlightened News. So you got uh, the potential of a 17-game season with Rashad White, Brant, uh, and you took that over the potential of a 14-game season with Alvin Kamara. Huh. I love them both this year. Um, I, I think I think uh, I want Kamara. <laughs> hey, that's fine. I, it, this is why we're doing it. it the, the stats tell you you have to go with Kamara, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think we're both we both expect. You know, last year Tampa led the league in passing attempts. That's not happening with Baker Mayfield under center. And the dumb um, so that, aren't going to be there. I think his receptions come down, but he's going to at least double his attempts out of the backfield, whereas Kamara missing three games. If Jamal Williams catches fire in those three games, how big of a role does he get back? Um, Kendra Miller, after getting hurt recently, I'm not sure he's as much of a threat as he once was. Uh, But it's, it's definitely something to consider here, Brent. These are guys going in the same round two picks apart. Um, so it's something to consider when you're walking into draft. I know namesake value, you scream Kamara and you walk away, but Rashad White's going to have a role this year. So this, this is this right here. This is a prime example of something that, that, that is a draft strategy to me. If you went risky at the beginning of your drafts and you went risky business, uh, upside, you know, uh, floor's not that high, but the ceiling's way high. And you're risky. I really think you go with the safer guy that's going to play 17 games, that's going to see the bell cow roll, mm-hmm. and doesn't have a chance to fall behind. I know Kamara's not going to fall completely out of it, but I think you play it safe with White. But if you took that safe route at the top and you've got all those consistent guys that are going to keep you in, and you need a league winner at the end, I think you take Kamara right here. But I, I, I could go either way with this one. Okay, Brant. So let me ask you: if you were if you were doing zero RB. Zero RB, sixth round is going to be your first one. Which of these two do you take? Knowing that this is your RB one in a zero running back format. Well, I'm taking White just because I know that he should be there for the 17 okay. games. Okay. All right. Hit me with your last one, Brant. Uh, my last one here, I had a very, very short one. Very, very short one. I do have two, but one's very, very short. But we'll go with this one here. Both guys entering their second year. I believe they both are. Um, (laughs) This one here is uh, receiving a whole bunch of camp hype. Uh, He ended the last season on the uh, IR. Sorry, they're both going in the 10th round. Uh, He he ended last season on the IR with a foot injury. He has a rookie quarterback and an up-and-coming team uh, this is his third year. Sorry, this is his third year. He is a an all wide receiver ones. It's up for grabs on this team here. Uh, that's the, that's player A. He's receiving a whole bunch of camp pipe. Uh, player B is also receiving the camp pipe. He's in probably the best offense in the NFL. He's going into a role that has just vacated or was just vacated by a veteran that moved on. Um, and this team, and he's moving into the slot role, who this team has the most slot yards last year, was thrown for the most slot yards. And okay. uh, he was he was a guy that had a lot of hype coming out last year and did not live okay. up to it. So who are you going with, player A or player B? Player B is Sky Moore. Yes. Player A is somebody from the New York Giants. No, sir. I no. Rookie, okay. rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. I missed that. I heard the uh, the wide receiver one is completely up. So that would then in turn be Terrence Marshall. 
So nobody on the uh, the uh, you're 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 on the wrong team still, bud. Not the Panthers. No, but you're actually in the wrong division there, sir. Wrong division. Rookie quarterbacks. So we're not saying Alec Pierce. We're not saying Michael Pittman. No, I don't think that uh, one one's up for grabs. Uh, I think it is. I think Pearson's. I, we, You're we'll in the right division as you talk about the culture in the right division. Oh, okay, so this is Nico Collins. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. yeah. That. Um, <laughs> you know, Brant, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this, and I'm not sure I should say it like this, but I'm going to anytime, especially in the tenth round, that I get a chance to get a piece of one of the best offenses in football with Patrick Mahomes throwing the player the ball. I'm going to take that. On the other flip side of that, I could be if I if I chose Nico Collins, I could be picking a player uh, who is a part of potentially the worst offense in football, um, which they've been in years past. So, um, you know, here for me, this decision it, it feels very easy, um, but I, I can't say that I was ever one that was a super high on the Nico Collins or the excuse me the Sky Moore train last year. Uh, but yes, I do go. I do go Sky Moore here, just because of, of the fact that I'm pairing him with Patrick Mahomes, uh, and and I get to have uh, that excitement of that offense. Okay, uh, the only reason I, I put those two together is you got a chance of getting a wide receiver one, or a chance of getting at least he's going to be at least the second target getter there in, in Kansas City. So here's 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 yes yes I just looked at the draft too. I'm not a happy camper right now, so they can sit there and wait for a minute. <laughs> almost, five, almost five rounds in a row and they snagged the guy that i have queued up so this one's real simple real simple one they're both mid mid seventh round draft picks one they're both rookies so that should narrow it down one was drafted to a team to be the number two wide receiver the number two wide receiver just left town leaving 107 targets okay. with a very very serviceable has done it for multiple years veteran quarterback with a terrible defense on the other side. The other one is first receiver off the board. He went to a stacked offense in my mind. Um, he should be playing as the third target. Um, and he doesn't have a – he has a quarterback who did it last year, but he hasn't done it for multiple years. Uh, so which rookie which rookie wide receiver are you going with? That's kind of why I just wanted to put uh, these guys out there. And they're both – they're so literally within two picks of each other. So let me let me say this, Brant, because this this is this is wild. Um, Jordan Addison, which was player A, will never be the wide receiver one on his offense, barring injury. Will never be the wide receiver one. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who was player B, has the outside chance next year or the year after. He's going to be on paper the wide receiver two, I think. Uh, and again, he plays a completely different style of football comparative, comparatively speaking to DK. So it's going to be dependent on what quarterback is in there, uh, two or three years from now. So I'm in a, for this season, I'm drafting Jordan Addison just because there's less competition, uh, for the targets than there is, uh, with JSN long-term Jackson Smith and Jigba is by far the guy I'd rather own here uh, because, again, his style of play is very quick. He's shifty. He has a, a fantastic route tree. He could usurp that wide receiver one from a guy like DK Metcalf. Nobody's doing that to Justin Jefferson. It's just not something that's going to happen, Brant. So, yeah, give me Jordan Addison this year, JSN long term. Okay. Okay. That's all, that's okay. all I got. 
this brings me to my favorite part of the show right now, Brant, and it's going to stay that way for the foreseeable future. Um, what was that? What was that uh, partnership that we have going on, Brant? Oh, with, under, with Underdog. Uh, use the yeah. code HOLIX to double your deposit um, and, and get in on our uh, picks of the week, picks of the day as we give them out. And like I did said, you say, did you yes, say I picks did, of the day? I did. Picks of the day. Brant, one more time. What was that? What was that code, and what does it get you? Use the code Holix over on Underdogs, and it gets you double your first deposit there on uh, Underdog Fantasy, up to a hundred bones. Yeah. Uh, which for for people like you and I who like to go and make those games a little bit more interesting, that gets us through the season, Brant. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. you can even play right. more preseason games if you really want to. I don't advise it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so let's talk about this, Brant. I know we both went with the same thing. We talked about these a little bit pre-show. Go ahead and kick us off with where we're where we're going this week. These are season-long plays. Okay, one of my favorite ones, and we have this quarterback uh, projected as only nine interceptions. So this is Dak Prescott's lower than twelve and a half interceptions on the year. We have him projected as nine in our in our rankings. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's he's come out and said it. I'm throwing under 10 picks this year. So I believe that he's going to hold true to that, and his weapons are a little better. I think he's going to be a little smarter with the ball. So I'm going to take the under 12 and a half interceptions. Okay. I take the under as well with Dak, or the lower, excuse me. Lower. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Dak is the type of player that um, he has a huge bounce back this year. His weapons are better than they were last year. Uh, and he's got a new offensive coordinator in there. Joe Lombardi went there, right? Is that correct? Kellen Moore yes. left. Joe Lombardi. Uh, they basically traded places. Is that right, or am I am I dreaming things here? I know Kellen Moore went to the Chargers. Yeah, I'm not I sure. I think you're right. But either way, new offensive coordinator in there. And then if you listen to CD Lamb and, and play stock in what a guy like CD Lamb says, he says Dak's deep ball is looking filthy this year. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go out and say that, hey, I trust our rankings. Dak goes lower. Okay. Okay. Division mate, Brant, a quarterback that is being drafted as a top three quarterback right now in ADP. Jalen Hurts, higher or lower than 8.5 interceptions on the season. Now, I will tell you, our consensus rankings, we have him throwing for 12 interceptions. How many? Eight and a half. We higher. have him throwing for eight and a half? Yeah, it's higher. <laughs> He, did, he only he only threw six last season. Wow. Wow. I still take higher. I, I do too, Brent. I, I think you know when you when you get into games against teams like Dallas, um, where you're having to throw the ball in a shootout, you know, um, the Giants project to be better this year than they were last year. The more that ball gets thrown, yeah, I know he has elite playmakers, you know, both with Dallas Goddard and then, you know, the Smith and, and A.J. Brown pairing. But when you're putting the ball up that many times a game, eventually bad things are going to happen. Eight and a half is just so low. It feels like I'm stealing here. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to go look at their schedule. They've got to play some easy defenses if, if it's that low. So, but I'm still going to take the higher. Yeah, I take higher as well here, Brent. Okay, so that pretty well does it for our ADP. 
uh, blind guest show this week. We got the pick of the week in there with our with our uh, interceptions on quarterback sprint. We'll be back again next week. Like I alluded to on the beginning of the show, we are dropping a uh, new pod uh, called the Fantasy Holics Pod right now. I know there's talks of letting uh, letting you guys name that at some point. Make sure you tune in, give a listen. Uh, again, Patrick Jacks and Josh Rodriguez jumping on there and, and hanging out with Brant and I. Uh, we're going to do that every Wednesday. I'm not sure what day the drop is. The, these videos get edited. They're a little slightly more professional. Uh, hopefully, Brant and I look about 10 pounds slimmer uh, a piece uh, on these videos. But again, another in addition to that, um, we did. We are working on getting our Facebook page back up. Brant and I are going to be live with you on Sunday mornings. Make sure you're liking the YouTube, the Instagram, the TikTok, um, and the Facebook that way you can see us go live. And if you want to be a part of it, uh, our live start sits, uh, on Sundays, Jennifer, I know you'll be there. So make sure you guys are liking the new page, the TikTok, the Instagram and, and all the places. So you get notified, uh, when we go live for start sits. Absolutely guys. Make sure you guys tune in, keep getting on that Facebook page, send it out there, get the likes. And as always stay hungry and stay fat, my friends.